The following episode was recorded pre-COVID-19. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Five Easy Things, the podcast. I'm Yolanda Albergati, your host. I am coming at you live from Golden Ox Studios here in Cleveland, Ohio. So glad to have you on this journey where we discover and explore five actionable tips or hacks to help you live your best life. If you haven't already done so, please hit that subscribe button and also leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. Thanks to Chuck's Fine Wines for supporting today's podcast. For all of your shopping needs, visit Chuck's Fine Wines, 23 Bell Street, Chagrin Falls, Ohio, where you'll find a wide variety of wines from every wine-growing region in the world and amazing selection of craft beer, also a lovely, delectable selection of specialty foods and cheese. Visit Chuck's Fine Wines at chucksfinewines.com or locally, you can call 440-247-7534. Cheers. I want everyone to meet Erin Vick, my friend. She is founding partner of V Financial Partners. And tonight or today, we're going to talk about five things that we should know as women, five things, five easy things, I should say, about women and money. So Erin, before we jump in, tell everybody how they can reach out to you. Great. Well, people can reach out to our office, uh, we have offices in Aurora and in Seven Hills. But the main office line is three three zero nine five four nine zero one four. You can look us up though. V as in Vic, my last name, but V Financial Partners. It's vfinancialpartners dot com, or can reach out at Aaron V at V Financial Partners. You know, feel free to reach out by email. Give us a call. Check out our website. Any of those ways would be terrific. Awesome. So you know, we've um, we've been talking about this for months, and I just want to give the listeners a little pre-story. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things that struck me and really sort of fueled our passion for what we do with Five Easy Things, the live series, is mm-hmm. that women just do not like to talk about money. Mm -hmm. And we need to have this conversation. And one of the things that we want in our passion with what we do with Five Easy Things, the live series, is really give a comfortable um, atmosphere for women to talk about money. And so I'm really happy to have you here to talk about five easy things that women should know about money. So whenever you're ready, just jump right in there, girl. Well, Yolanda, you you hit it on the head. I thought it was just me or, you know, only certain women didn't really want to look at money and finance, but they've actually done some research and proved that it isn't just me or just you. It's all women, and certainly there can be outliers, but pretty much whether you're a stay-at-home mom, primary breadwinner, a business owner even, all of these people, as women, we don't really want to look at it, don't want to talk about it, not the same way that the guys do. And I found solace in understanding that I wasn't alone, Mm -hmm. you know, but you, you mentioned, um, you know, our group and how, you know, we've kind of 
we've come a long way. Women don't even realize how far we've come, but we have a long way to go. You know, and I, I shared with you before quotes, you know, about different times in history. In 1960, so, you know, a lifetime ago for some people, but in 1960, women needed to have their husband's permission to open a bank account. That's crazy. The good old days. That is... Right? <laughs> okay, but then... Okay, so 14... <laughs> that is insane. 14 years later, okay, 1974, mm-hmm. which was just prior, in 1974, they passed the Equal Credit Opportunity Act. But before that, a single woman, regardless of how much money she made, so even if she made millions of dollars, she could not get a loan at a bank without a male cosigner. Oh, my God. I mean, so that's just not that long ago. We're talking the 70s. Did you say 1974? Before 1974, a single woman could not get a loan, no matter her income level, without a male cosigner. And it's 1920. That was not that long ago. It's not that long ago. It's within our lifetime, for sure. But then you and I talk all the time about... You know, we all hear this or have heard that by 2030, women are expected to control two-thirds of our nation's wealth. Yes. So we've come a long way, but whoa, we've got a long way to go if so many of us don't even really want to look at it. And so that's where I begin with, what is it? You know, we meet so many women, people who say, I don't even want to show you what I have because I think you would laugh. Mm. Like, it's not enough, you know? And I'm like, whoa, it doesn't matter what you have. I mean, today is the first day of the rest of our lives. It's about understanding where we are and where we want to go and the story. So if you feel embarrassment, especially as a female, because it kind of happens that we know we ought to be looking at it, but we take care of everybody else. Don't look at it. And then the time comes that we're like, wow, I really don't want to look at it now <laughs> right. because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm embarrassed. So to me, we often say to people, you know, write it down, burn it up, leave it behind. Do not be embarrassed. It's just about getting started, taking those first steps so you can understand that it's never too early. It's never too late. You know, it's time right. and it's time for us to understand. Okay. But we're not alone. All of us have realized, and that's what I'm trying to get across sort mm-hmm. of as the third point, that mm-hmm. we're not alone. We all have felt sort of a, a sense of embarrassment or not, you know, I don't know. Let me ask you this. If, you, if anybody listening out there, you know, when you hear words like budget, finance, money, taxes, when you hear those words, if that like conjures up feelings of peace, happiness, joy for the future. You know, call me. I want to meet you because it's just, (laughs) it's not what we feel. That's hilarious. Mm -hmm. You know, and so, okay, yeah, call if that's you. But at the same time, we have all our feelings about these things. It's a story that Mm -hmm. has become a part of our lives, where we've come from with money, what our parents believed, what our parents did with money or didn't do with money. I think we all believe that if we didn't get that proverbial silver spoon born with it in our mouth, um, that, that we're alone or people don't understand. But I think the first steps are to really understand your own story, your own feelings about money. And mm-hmm. that begins with meeting with somebody, getting a, a per- working with a financial advisor who you can trust, who you can up- open up to about 
your feelings related to where you were, where you've come from. Because for us to get where we want to go, we got to unload that baggage and start moving on to the future, you know? So So is that step one? Pardon me? Is that step one? Step one, yes. Step one is to get comfortable with learning the story that Mm -hmm. you've had to be able to write a new story. But to write a new story, you got to get real and you have to meet with someone. You have to get in with, and in, it should be someone you trust. Find somebody that, you know, feel free to use our services, but we like to keep it very confidential, but understand where people are so that we can define where we want to go okay. and start writing a whole new story. So I would say along the way here, you know, number one is that we've come a long way and got a long way to go. Okay. Number two, you're not alone. You know, you're not alone. So gotcha. It's time to let go of embarrassment shame or fear mm-hmm. and and take the steps, which is that number three of getting with somebody to understand the past and move forward to the future. And it's okay if you feel uncomfortable, but we got to get rid of that because that's the first step in getting comfortable and you. finding mm-hmm. joy, finding peace and happiness going, oh my gosh, I can plan the vacation I want to go on right now and still be able to help my kids and plan my retirement but we got to get the we got to get things going, get things in order now. So cool. Um, number four. You know, number four. If people often say, "Pay yourself first. What does that really mean? But that's pretty fundamental in all of this. And you know, many people are like, "Oh my gosh, we don't have enough. I don't get enough. I'm never going to have. You know, I have children, so I'll never be able to retire." you know, how would you really pay yourself first? But that is step number one, you know, contribute, whether you're at a job that has a 401k, but you have student loan debt, or you have debt, student loans for your children, or whatever that debt may be, you need to pay yourself while you pay off your debt. It's not like when you pay off the debt, it has to happen at the same time. And then gotcha. consider increasing your contributions, you know, a half of a percent or 1% on an annual basis. A small change um, can be a, make a big difference that you would thank yourself for later. So when you say pay yourself, what do you mean by that? Just so, so make that number contribution one, if you, or... Yes, if you, have, if you have at work a 401k, 403b... Right. That would be step one. Okay. If you don't have one of those offered to work, why? Well, I don't have one of those. You can work with an advisor to put together your own deductible IRA. So you're getting a tax break this year. Gotcha. But you're saving for the future and individual retirement account. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but that often takes us to considering it's not just, you know, what you've saved, you know, and this is kind of number five already, but how much of what you've saved will you actually get to spend? And that brings up the word taxes. Mm. You know, Ooh, um, girl, taxation don't be is a part of that. it. <laughs> I know. Are you feeling the joy, Yolanda? Oh my it's God, joy. taxes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nobody likes nobody no. likes taxes. Nobody no. nobody likes the idea of a budget. But hey, let's think of it more about a spending plan. So taxes are going to take a bite out of every dollar. So being able to understand, it's a, I like to say, it's an overwhelming and annoying word, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but by managing it, by learning about 
tax-free options that will help in retirement, like a Roth IRA. Okay. It's a type, you know, oh, I feel it. I hear you. You're like, oh, one of those. I don't even know what that means. It's a different type of savings for retirement that won't have taxes come out when you get when you need your money, mm-hmm. when you're in retirement. Right. So blending taxable and tax-free um, investments can make a significant difference in what you'll have or how quickly you can get to retirement. But, you know, blending this together, let's go back to the story. What is enough is such a personal question. I mean, there are people who have millions of dollars and come into our office and they're like, I just don't think it's going to be enough. I mean, they fear they will run out. It comes from that story of long ago or the way they were raised. So what is enough is a question that no one can answer for another person. But being able to kind of peel the onion back and all the layers of what we feel about money to understand, boy, if I was able in retirement to make the same or have the same income that I do while I work today, that would be enough. I would feel successful. I would feel like I could take the trips I want to take and enjoy the life I... So defining what is enough is really a big part of working with an advisor. And again, it's a little bit touchy-feely. It's a, a little more... It isn't about the budget. It isn't about the taxes. It's just a starting point to figure out how we're going to get where we're going. And it's a part of part of our roadmap for success, how we're going to get people to where they want to be financially. I love what you said about it's it's about how much you have to spend. Yes. Because that is what it's all about, honey, is how much do I have to spend at the end of my working time and in my retirement? How much do I have to spend, right? So how much will I get to spend? Yeah. You know, that's crazy. I mean, this is just a little sidebar, but... Mm -hmm. You know, what are taxes going to be 20 years from today? Who knows? Ooh, girl. Why are you bringing up all this stuff? (laughs) It it changes. It could change with every president. I mean, it could change every four years. And yet, as we we save in our 401ks Mm -hmm. and in the IRA, those dollars are being saved today. And we don't know how much we'll pay in tax in the future when we need them. Right. Mm -hmm. So being super creative, getting together with an advisor to have tax-free options means mm-hmm. you get to spend more in retirement. And that is really, like you said, it's the name of the game for women. We, it's not having a giant statement balance. It's knowing what at the end of the, at the end of the day, will we be able to spend? Mm-hmm. I like it. I yeah. Like so, it. you know, the points again, just to kind of recap, uh-huh. we have come a long way and we've got a long way to go. I mean, at least, we women can actually open a bank account and take out a loan without a male cosigner, right? right. So, mm-hmm. yay! Since the '70s, <laughs> but by 2030, women are expected to control two thirds of our nation's wealth, and we need we need to be really open and take big steps. Get it over the together, next 10 years yes. Get to it understand. together. Understand. Mm-hmm. So everyone listening, just understand that you are not alone. It is time to let go of any embarrassment or shame. Move on. You know, having a plan for your financial future is more than just stocks and bonds and investments. You know, it's about understanding where you are and where you want to go. And to do that, you need to sit down with an advisor you can trust and really work through your story, where Mm -hmm. you come from, the way you were raised, how you feel about money so that you can 
you know, let go of the baggage in order to pave a whole new path of your future. You know, and the first way to begin besides meeting with an advisor is to pay yourself first. You know, for some people, uh, they're going to use a 401k or they could set up a deductible IRA outside of an employer, a Roth IRA. Okay, if you had none of these things or you wanted nothing to do with an IRA, you can save money by saying, okay, if I have X amount going out to my bills and debts, I need this $100 to go into my bank account. You know, no matter what, pay Mm -hmm. yourself while you pay off your debt. Right. And then like we finished up there saying, it's just, it's not just how much you save, it's how much of those dollars that you've saved will you get to spend when you don't have a job, when you're retired and when you're, you know, literally paying yourself for the rest of your life and, you know, putting together tax-free options in addition to the taxable 401ks and these types of things. It's all about the spending plan, not a budget, but what will you have to spend? But all those pieces together is the start to a financial future that we have to grab a hold as women and take control. I love it. Yeah, I love it. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Let us know again how we can get a hold of you. Okay. Our office line is 330-954-9014. That's for V Financial Partners. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can look up our website, vfinancialpartners.com. Certainly email evic, that's E-V like Victor, I-C-K, at vfinancialpartners.com is our email address. But thanks for having me today. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. I just want to say thank you so much to everybody who's been listening to the podcast and showing us mad love and giving us ratings and subscribing and reviewing. I really appreciate your support. And if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button and leave us a review and let us know how we're doing.